It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. I'm Simon Marcel. Welcome to the rendezvous. My accent is French, français. I want to open the show with an answer to a question that was asked to me on my Instagram at Rendezvous Radio. Somebody said, Simon, how much wrapping should I do for my girlfriend's gift? Meaning, you know, how important is the wrapping, the paper around it? So here's my take on this one, since it's holidays are almost there, is that, you know, I would say more than the wrapping, which you have to do, is to write a handwritten note, personalization, about how you feel about her, how much you love her, and how you feel about spending the holidays with her. And that's way more important than the color of the wrapping, really. Handwritten notes are here forever. And that's my advice. If you have any questions about your relationships or things about your relationships and the holidays, the time is now 855-905-8255. You want to share a love story with me? Call me 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Riley. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Riley. You have a romantic story that I believe you want to share with me on the rendezvous tonight. I do, I do. Um, I I just met this guy, and mm-hmm. we went on a first date recently, and it's been a long time since I was on a date. So I was so, so, so nervous um, to meet him. But we'd been chatting a little bit on the phone and, and texting, and, and I, had a good, I had a good feeling about him, but, um, you know, I showed up to the restaurant where we were meeting, and my stomach was just doing absolute backflips. I was so nervous. I was started thinking like I didn't remember how to date anybody and he showed up and he was very handsome and so I started to feel a little bit less nervous but still you know very aware of my body language and what I was saying and you know just you know how it is when you're on a first date and you're just double thinking everything mm-hmm. um, and then partway through the meal he said I'm so sorry to interrupt you but I cannot stop looking at your lips but I can't kiss you in the middle of this restaurant so can I have your hand wow And I said, all right. And I reached my hand across the table and he kissed my hand for like a good 10 seconds. Just very sweet, very simple. And then let my hand go and and the conversation continued. And I thought it was such a sweet, very romantic gesture that I don't think anybody has ever done uh, with me before. And it made me feel very comfortable with the date. So I'm excited. (laughs) What an elegant, distinguished way to kiss somebody. Wasn't it? I guess chivalry's not dead. <laughs> it's, it's not very much. So I, I like that. Maybe I'll, I'll use it myself next time I go on a date, and <laughs> if I feel like it, I, I might just feel do that. In, yeah, in French, there's an expression called le baisement, and oh, that means sure. yeah, baisement, kissed somebody's hand, mm-hmm. and it has disappeared over time, obviously. But like you said, it still may be alive. So that that's a great story. Thank you so much for sharing that, Riley. I listen. I haven't heard a story like this, and somebody doing this to somebody else like that. That's back like. <laughs> I guess what my grandfather would have done to my grandma. So I love that. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that story, Riley. Thank you very much and have a good night. Thank you. You too. Bonsoir. Bonsoir, Riley. (laughs) I'm going to change gears and go to my email because you're not going to believe this one. Somebody needs my help when it comes to the role of asking for permission in a relationship. And that is next on The Rendezvous. You can't call me. You can always email me your question at therendezvousshow.com. Trisha, what's going on with Chris and his girlfriend? Chris says, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Chris. 
I have been with my girlfriend for almost four years, and recently she has been upset with me because I don't ask for her permission. I want to go golfing with my buddies, and I don't think I should ask her if I can go, but she gets upset with me that I don't talk to her about it. What can I do to keep my freedom and peace in my relationship? This is a key question. When you are in a committed relationship, should you ask permission to your partner before you go golfing? I am going to answer that next. When you are in a committed relationship, do you think you have to ask permission to your partner before to do anything, including golfing, which is the email I received from Chris because he's been dating this girl for four years and she is upset because he doesn't want to ask her permission before to go golfing with his buddies. The thing is, Chris, you don't have to ask permission, but you have to talk about it. You have to let your partner be informed that you're going golfing, right? So she can also organize her time. I don't think anyone should ask permissions to go golfing. You're not a kid. But also as a respect, as a form of, of love and caring, you have to let your partner what you're doing, what you're up to. And then you do it. Unless there's a problem or she needs you for something. But so to answer clearly, no, you don't have to ask permission. But instead of saying, can I? You just say, I'm going to go play golf. What are you going to do while I play golf? And you ask her a question. So... You know, to take care of her too. That's my advice. I hope that helps you. You call that next, 855-905-8255. If you have a question for me about your relationship, call me, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Bethany. Uh, bonjour, how are you? Bonjour, bonjour. I'm good. How can I help you tonight? I have been seeing this wonderful guy for just over five months. But here's the thing, I have we have actually only had two dates in person with each other. Okay. <laughs> and the reason for this is because uh, he actually is in the entertainment business and he travels all the time. Mm-hmm. Now, we've been able to communicate through texting and phone calls and stuff, but that's it. We've only actually ever met two times. So my question is, how do I move forward with it? Just trusting that I'm not wasting my time and that he's mm-hmm. still thinking of me. I don't, you know, I go through so many periods of self-doubt, but I just know that there's something to hold on with this person because he's something special. I get it. What makes him so special to you? You know, honestly, it's not even about his high-profile career or anything. It's about the things that we have in common that are so specific that for years I didn't think was possible to find and here I feel like I have found it in someone. But you've only met him a few times. Yes, yeah. And the two dates that we have been on were so wonderful. We we chatted. We couldn't stop talking, you know. During the two dates, were there anything romantic, any smoochy doochy? Yes, yes. Nothing Ooh. nothing all the way, but yes. <laughs> No ooh-la-la. No ooh-la-la, per se. <laughs> per se. I understand. So great chemistry, great stuff in common. So yeah. when you don't know what to do, there is one thing you should always do, is A, to call me, and two, you have to look into your intuition, yeah. Bethany. And let's do that now. Do you think this man is potentially the man of your life? I honestly do. Okay, that's all you need to know, Bethany, because once 
you guys start really dating and all that and, and becomes, you know, closer and, and intimate and all this, what's going to happen? We have to see how much he wants to see you too. But if all goes well, he's going to include you in his traveling life and he's going to find a balance. Yeah. Now, I love the fact that you follow your intuition and I'm not going to discourage you from it or try to give you arguments for not doing it. I think you should go for it 110% and ye- live your life to the fullest. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. That You're most well. Good. You're most welcome. Who doesn't there doesn't live. Yes. I appreciate it. Thank you. You're most welcome and have a good night. Okay. You too. I'm romantic, but I also have to be real. So let's talk about the difficulties and the challenges of dating long distance and how to make it work. Next. What would you say is the biggest challenge, the most difficult thing to overcome when you're dating long distance, right? Because you can fall in love with anyone, anywhere. That's just the rule of the game. And sometimes, and I know it happens to friends of mine, you just you fall in love and a month later you go across the country and here you are. Your heart is beating hard and strong for somebody who's on the other coast or just you know, really at 3,000 miles away. So that is very difficult and I don't want to give the impression when I give an advice that you have to dare always, true, but you have to realize that the price to pay is loneliness. For as long as your partner is not living in the same city or even state than you, and we're talking about taking a plane to go see him or very, very long car drive, then the price to pay is loneliness. Now, there are ways that I want to share with you about reducing that loneliness and how to make it work when you're long distance. So stay with me because you, you want to hear that too, just in case you're in that situation. So that's next on The Rendezvous. So what would you do to help your relationship it's if it's long distance, right? What can you do actually? First of all, if, like friends of mine, you fall in love before you go on a, on a, on a new job across the country, and you end up you know, missing the person all the time, you've got to communicate. For instance, in the morning, always good morning. How are you? Have a great day. Lunchtime, a little text, a picture of where you are. You share arts, you share vision, you share weather, you share stuff that everybody's involved. You also can look at a Netflix series together. So I give you an example. Uh, if you like a new series, instead of watching it separately, you start at the same time at night. And so it gives you this feeling of stuff to talk about, stuff doing together. And uh, same with the movies, music. Uh, the more you really create time for you guys together to do things at the same time, the same way, it's going to go a long way. That's my advice if you're long distance. And if you have questions, call me 855 905 8255. 855-905-8255. That's the number of the rendezvous. Maggie, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Maggie. Welcome. Uh, what is going on with you tonight? All right. So I've been dating this guy. We've been on about four really good dates. We met online. And mm-hmm. so I started kind of snooping around to see what else he might be up to, just because I really like him a lot. And so I went on the app that we met on, and I mm-hmm. noticed that he had recently logged on. So he's still mm-hmm. on the app, and I'm just wondering if I should, you know, bring it up that he's still on the app, if I should <laughs> leave it alone and not come off so crazy, or maybe I should still be on the app too. I don't, I don't know. So let me ask you this. Yeah. From your point of view, 
to be exclusive, so to have to, to what, what does it take to be exclusive in a relationship? I mean, to me, I just, both parties, I guess we both need to mm-hmm. really just only want to see each other and not want mm-hmm. to explore anymore. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I don't want to take that away from anybody. I just think that I'm ready to not explore anymore, you know? Okay. Okay. But we agree that to be exclusive, we have to have the DTR, define the relationship talk. Mm-hmm. You guys have been only on four dates. Right. You're not exclusive, obviously. Correct. And you shouldn't be snooping. You should be, you know, respecting the fact that as of now, only four dates in, he can do whatever he wants. You can do whatever you want. Also telling him soon that you're ready to be exclusive. That's fine. I like the honesty. But I yeah. want you to realize really, whether it's him or somebody else, that it's always good to be honest and it's always wrong to snoop. Because yeah. you have the right to say, listen, I have a great feeling about us. And how do you feel? I mean, I'd like us to be exclusive soon. If he likes you like you like him, he'll be excited. If he doesn't, he'll say, I'm not ready for that. And you guys can continue to date and, and get to know each other. And if he says, I don't think so, then you don't have to invest any more time in him. You just move on. Mm, yeah. But You're right. please do not tell him what you told me. That <laughs> you, okay. Because that is going to scare him. Okay. Okay. We really have to respect the rule of the land where, you know, in America, unless you both have agreed to be exclusive... No one has any right on anyone, and it's just, it's, it's a free country. So I, it's not against you, Maggie. It's just the rule of attraction. So you've got to respect the rule. I got you. You're right. Okay. Thank All right. you. Um, that's what I'm here for. So I'm glad you called me. Thank you so much. Good luck to you with that conversation, and, uh, and have a happy holiday season. Okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Et bonsoir. Bonsoir. Have you ever snooped? After just a few dates, try to Google and search and snoop on your new partner. Let's talk about that next. Let's be honest for a sec. Have you ever snooped, searched, Googled, everything? Like just after a few dates, you guys are non-exclusive. You just had a few great dates and then you start exploring that partner like there is no tomorrow. Social media, you stock every comments on Instagram, on Facebook. Have you ever done that because you like the person a lot? Right, Because the thing is with that is we break the normal cycle of what I call discovering a new partner. The discovering time of a new partner used to be a few weeks and a few months. We didn't know their friends. We didn't know what other people thought of them. We were just going with the flow, which was more natural. But nowadays, because of social media and Google and other things, right? Just like my last caller, Maggie, said, you know, just had four dates. And then she saw on the app that he was still, you know, active on the dating app, but hey, when you're not exclusive, why not? And coming up, I'm going to confess something I did that I'm not proud of, but it's true. Next. So you may know my podcast, like Confession, and if you don't, check it out, therendezvousshow.com. But talking about snooping and searching and Googling, I gotta be, I'm going to confess something. I think it was five, six years ago, I met this lovely, charming woman. So we go on two dates and... My heart starts beating for her. I get excited. So I go to her social media, even though we're not together on, on Instagram, but I find it. And then what do I do? I look for every comments from every man about all the posts. And I'm serious. I think I spent six hours looking at her social media profile and every single comment ever given by other men about her. And then after six hours, 
I laugh at myself. I was exhausted. I went to sleep. I said, I should never do that again. I don't even know that person well. Who am I to do this? This is not nice. It's not cool. It's not polite. It's disrespectful. So shame on me. So don't do like me. Do better than me. Just get to know the person organically, slowly. You don't have to snoop. And you know what? You call that next on The Rendezvous. If you want to share a romantic moment of your life, something that meant to you emotionally, romantically, call me. 855-905-8255. Leo, bonjour. Hey, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Leo. Welcome to The Rendezvous. So you have a love story or a romantic story you want to share with me tonight. Yeah, it was the first time I uh, I told this girl I love her. Oh, good. Okay, I want to hear this. So how'd that happen? Well, we were uh, shoveling snow in, in my driveway one night. Mm-hmm. And uh, I used my shovel to write, I love you in the snow. And then I tapped her on the shoulder. I was like, hey, look at this. <laughs> what did she say? She's like, wow, that's really sweet. I love you too. Did she say I love you too? Now, is that the yeah. first time you felt I love you too? You had to say it. And what gave you the insight of writing it in the snow? What? Why did you decide right there? Um, I just, you know what? It's one of those things that was just really quiet. And it's snowing. And... Um, and it was just—it was just a spur of the moment thing. I can't really explain it, but I and, try to be really romantic. And it is. It's the first time actually I hear this. And tell me, describe her. Why her? What was it so special about her that you felt you were falling in love? She's just cool, man. She's just. Uh, she's very. She's very nice. She's funny. Mm-hmm. Witty. She's very respectful, and um, she's very punctual. She never flakes. I, I get it. Reliable. Yeah, yeah. Good sense of humor, good heart. And, um, you know, she's never on her phone when I'm with her. <laughs> that's a, yeah, that's a huge like one. That. That, that, I like what you just said. Not on the phone when I'm with her. That's something we should all remember. Well, listen, thank you so much for sharing. Winter is on the way. So I guess that story will inspire some of us, if we feel like this, <laughs> to, do, to do what you did and, and write in the snow. I love you to, to somebody. So thank you so much, Leo, for this inspiring story, and, and I wish you well. Thank you so much. Sweet. Thank you so much for having me. Last question for tonight's rendezvous. Would you continue to date someone if your pet didn't like them? We're going to talk about that next. Stay with me. Would you continue to date someone if your pet didn't like them? Right? Imagine that. Start dating somebody, you bring them home, and you pet hate them. <laughs> oh, man, that has happened to me once. Anyway, so here's the result of the polls I actually put on my social media, at Rendezvous Radio. 52% said dump. Basically, I would not continue to date somebody if my pet didn't like them. And 48% said I would still date even if my pet didn't like them. And uh, I would still date too. I, you know, it's, if I fall in love, it's not my pet who's going to tell me who I love and who I do not. That's a sure thing. Even though I love pets very much, but my heart is my heart. My pet doesn't decide for my love life. Thank you so much for listening tonight to The Rendezvous. Thank you very, very much. Good night et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.